Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Heddle and pork for patties. That's been my job now for years. But let me tell you, patties is in the go big or go home business. So we not only have the restaurant that serves 50 to 60,000 people in just the month of December, we also have eight boutiques, a bar and grill, hotel, bed and breakfast, liquor store, miniature golf, and now moonshine. And my name is Ann, and let me tell you, there are some stories to tell. I will have special guests to help me tell you all about the ins and outs and ups and downs of peddling pork. Be sure and join us. You never know what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> courage. Liquid courage. Yeah, here we go. Welcome, everybody. This is Anne at Peddling Pork with Patties, and we are here today, and this is a big day, Bev. Yes, it is. We've planned it. We've thought about it. You've typed on it. I've read it. Okay. And now we're doing and it. And now we're doing it. And we want to say welcome, welcome, Georgette, to Peddling Pork with Patties. And we talked about it earlier, <laughs> didn't we? Yes, because... Peddling pork with patties is a tongue twister, I'm just saying. <laughs> it I is. really am happy to be here. This well, is such an amazing place. So, so excited that you have joined us. Well, I mean, and it, and it all because of a little bottle of whiskey. I know, right? Like who'd have thought? I know. <laughs> well, we would have because we love moonshine. Well, yes, it's, right. so, it's not a far moonshine. stretch for me either. I'm just saying. I, there I just go. thought it was a cool thing to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you kind of like it is. It is very good. I've tasted it. We have a drink. Let's all early on. Oh. Let's just start it right here in the beginning of the podcast. Mr. Jamie has made us a drink. Let's cheers real quick. Cheers. Ready? It's, this it's is, called the Georgette. It's the Georgette and it is. Oh, everybody, I'll get my straw here. Oh, oh, yum. I think I heard. Yeah, that's did delicious. Do we have the drink? <laughs> All it, my pretty um, stuff is gone because I ate my pretty stuff off the top. We called that brunch, didn't it we? It didn't last long. That was, yeah. I know. Mine's swimming. <laughs> Mine's getting the real taste and just swimming around in there. It's going to be some good. You're marinating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are. Well, we've, we've went around the world to come back to say welcome. Thank you for joining Thank us. You. It's it's exciting to have you here. We have 
tried to, I said a minute ago, we were going to act like I knew you're from the Minute Mart because we couldn't ask questions because we weren't, <laughs> we weren't on the podcast yet. So they were like, Ann, stop asking that. You need to be that on the podcast. <laughs> That's what we're here for. So just to start off, you know, what was it like being the daughter of George Jones and Tammy Wynette? Well, to be honest, that's one of those questions that we've thought about a lot because we get asked that question pretty often. It's it's a common thing to, to ask, and I understand that. Yeah. But for us, um, they were just mom and dad to us. We didn't really realize until many years later um, how, how special it was, what they did, and um, who they got to meet, and where they got to travel, and all of those kind of things. It, for us, it was like going to their office when they went to the Opry, you know, yeah. and it's and like see, being with their I friends. Know, thinking of it that way. Yeah, you know, Loretta was a friend of mom's, and, you know, Johnny wow. Cash was a friend of dad's, and so when you saw these people, it was more like... hanging like, out in the garage? Yeah, like they'd come over and hang out, or it's like, you so, know, mom and Loretta laughing in the kitchen making biscuits. Yeah. I mean, it just seemed that, really ordinary when I was a kid. I didn't think anything about it, and of course, many years later, I realized how special it was, yeah. and I do feel very um, blessed that I got to grow up knowing so many of these people who were legends and um, contributed so much to the music I love. And That's awesome. uh, I just wish I had been aware of it when I was a kid, so okay. I, maybe I could have but soaked it, some more it of it. It probably up. gave you that normalcy to grow up. It really did. Mom made yeah. such an effort to cool. give us as normal um, of a childhood as possible. Yeah. I mean, it certainly was not. I mean, I. We have a group in Nashville that we call the Nashville Brat Pack, and it's oh. because all of us kids of, um, we are in a Facebook group together. Yeah. We um, try to do a show every year together near Fanfare because we're always trying to honor our parents. And awesome. it's funny because even if we don't see each other but once a year um, or even if we every other year, whatever it is, yeah. I kind of feel like we have this bond anyway because we know what the others have been through and how we yeah. grew up and the craziness of yeah. our lives. But kind of walk in your shoes and <laughs> yes. kind of know the things yes. that we'd be like, really? That happened? And right. It's probably happened. And, and we joke and say, like, you know, now we can sit around and talk and cut up and have fun and laugh about those That's things. And, and then later we'll just write it off as therapy. <laughs> it goes good for the taxes. No, it's- That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. So that is, I mean, I guess we don't think about, we. our lives are all, we feel normal. But no, everybody's life's different, of course, right. and, and how, how you're brought up. But in learning and reading about your background, so tell us a little bit, your, your mom and, and dad, what, you know, separate divorce. How, how, what, how old were you when all that happened? I was only four years old when they divorced. And um, so, you know, I, I didn't really understand or know what was going on. And they continued to try to date even after they divorced. Really? I mean, it was one of those oh. things where my dad initially was Was he gone still a lot? There for was bit. he like concerts and He on, was, and, and mom was too, to be yeah. honest. In yeah. fact, there was one year, um, I only discovered this really a few years ago. I had a, a box of old... Uh, fan books that they would make every year to send out to people had the schedules and stuff oh, in it. Oh, yeah. And I um, can't remember what year it was, but I, I looked at the schedule, and there were oh, like 225 dates for one year. Oh, I mean, there's gosh. only 365 Between two days. Of them. Oh, no. Oh, that was mom's schedule. On oh, her, yeah. oh, wow. Yes. So, you know, I traveled a lot on the road um, with mom when I could. Every summer, I'd be on the road with mom the whole summer yeah. so I could spend time with her. Um, and but you always, went to public school? I did for a long time, and then um, later on, I think, I guess, seventh grade, eighth grade, seventh you grade, eighth travel grade. Travel and it's hard, into a yeah. private Christian school in Florida when we moved okay. there, um, mainly because mom just wanted to make sure that I went to a school close to home and right. that, you know, she felt I was safe. Yeah, and right, right. So, well, yeah. That, so, yeah, because, I mean, pulling you out, if you got to go on trips with her in different right. places. So, concerts, did you, I mean, all of our thoughts of when somebody's sitting there singing, their kid's probably down front row. 
Oh I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, really, I was very lucky for that because if mom was at a concert, more than likely she was singing at it. And so we were on the bus, we'd be backstage wow. waiting for her to go on so we could take advantage of, of being able to hear all the good music all the time. So that summers were always my favorite yeah. because I got to be with mom. Um, there were a lot of fairs. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. as a kid, I'm like, oh, I get to go ride the rides. Right. <laughs> um, and then you got to hear all the great music. So it really was um, such a blessing to be able to do all that. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of that... Um, there's only 365 days in the year. My yeah. mom has 225 dates in a year. Uh, so nannies, grandparents, friends of the family, you know, whoever that can stay with us and take care of us, they were all wonderful and yeah. great people. But, you know, you do. I really missed mom and dad. And yeah, I they were gone an awful lot. And I think um, if you ever are interested, it, it's such a beautiful song. Mom said on her way to Florida one time from Nashville that she just was really thinking a lot about um, how much she hated the fact that even though she loved her career and she wanted to provide for us and have a better life for us than what she felt like she could had been able to have when yeah. she was growing up, um, that she the only way she could do that was singing, and that meant traveling. Oh. But she felt very guilty about being gone a lot. So she pulled over on the side of the road and wrote, and wrote Dear Daughters. And if you ever look up Dear Daughters on YouTube, she put this beautiful tribute together for us girls that's just so special. Oh, and I, wow. I can't, it's, it's hard to watch for me now just oh, because it's, it's just so emotional, but it's, it's beautiful. And that's so cool. she would sing these songs like, uh, what a difference you made in my life and things, and then lead into Dear Daughters. And it was a recitation. She would tell you. It's like, oh, uh, you wow. know, Gwen, you're my oldest and my only blue-eyed girl. You know, wow. she'd go on through so the line. So it's just a story. And, that's And so she would cool. talk to all of us and tell us how much she And see she what you have. Time. I mean, that's so yeah. cool you have that, you yes. know? I mean, that's something to, uh, what very, a Very, very special. That is so cool. That, that gives me chills. <laughs> gives me chills. So uh, growing up, um, Grand Old Opry's, what, what was your, what was your biggest, well, not maybe the biggest, because I'm sure you've been everywhere, but what was your favorite? Favorite. Oh my goodness. Hard to say. I think I'd have to say the Opry, not even the Ryman. The Ryman was awesome, but the Opry was very special to me because so much of what they did when I was little happened there. Yeah. Uh, CMA award shows. Yeah. Um, Hee Haw was filmed in, a, oh, in an wow. area behind where the Opry was. And um, if you, you, you were on that show with yeah. your mom and dad. If, if you go, wow. there's, there, I wish I knew. I'd have to find the link and share it. Um, but it's hilarious. I found something a few years ago that I hadn't seen. You know, God bless YouTube and the internet. Just saying. Oh, damn. <laughs> you can find anything. Yeah. yeah. And it's such oh, well, an amazing. Sometimes it could be a curse, I guess. Well, this is it. true. I mean, some <laughs> yeah. things are bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't like, they get out there. Yeah. That's right. And they're there forever. Yeah. But um, this one particular um, video, I just, I was so excited when I found it because I was there with mom and dad for them to do a couple of songs together for Heal. Uh, mom was already remarried and I think I was probably about eight or yeah, nine yeah. years old and so I didn't realize that they had me on camera I'm sitting on a hay bale way over to the side oh wow and um, I was so bored I didn't want to be there all I want to do was them to hurry up and finish filming so yeah. I could watch you know cartoons or something yeah, at home exactly, exactly. And, and so I was picking up hay off the hay bale and just throwing it up in the sky <laughs> and just playing I'd roll around I'm like oh I'm so bored yeah, you know yeah. and so I see this video and I'm laughing I wish I could remember what song Are you they in were it singing doing that? oh yeah you can see mom and dad they're singing it's all hee haw stuff and then all of a sudden the, kind of the, the camera comes back so you see more the picture there I am just throwing hay everywhere oh my gosh we got to time. find we that <laughs> well if you will look over in the corner see the hee-haw overalls see oh my gosh that yes. light is so bright well That's those awesome. are Mr. Bill 
Oh, which right. is Patty's husband. That is um, awesome. And Chip's dad, and he would wear the hee haw overalls, and those are his <laughs> pair that that he was framed. Got framed oh, there. That's fantastic. So uh, hee haw had a, a, a meaning to Chip and Patty, and and them I, too. I loved it. And that that one particular episode, I, I don't know why that's so vivid because too, I remember the sweater I had on it had little gingerbread men on it. <laughs> okay. And I remember <laughs> sitting there because they had us do the hee haw at the end, so they oh, let yeah. me sit in the middle with mom and dad, and all of us had a straw hat so we could do the so hee haw. You know, so that that was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, isn't that fun? That is great. I think the is the picture that's in your. Book, I think it is, it? Yeah. and if I could remember where it was, I could maybe show it. Oh. I don't know if anybody could even see it, but it, it it's a it is it's a cute. So picture. when when did the book come out? She's also an author. I mean, this lady yeah. is the most yeah. talented. I know y'all probably can't see that, but anyway, it's it's right there somewhere. Got it. Woo-woo. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see your hat on right there in the top. Yep. <laughs> so when, when the book, when did you write the book? Um, I think we got it out in 2011, I believe. How long? Is right. that like a journey of writing a book? Oh, I can't even imagine. it really was. The brilliant and extra special lady who helped me write it, her name was Patsy Belcox, and she was just incredibly talented as a writer. She wrote um, the Rita Lynn's biography, the, yeah. the second one, Still still Woman Enough. Yeah. Uh, I think she wrote Garth Brooks' biography, and she was in the middle of writing Kenny Rogers, wow. I think, when she herself passed away. And oh. she just was a wonderful lady. But yeah. um, what she would do, she would um, invite me to Nashville, because at the time I was living in Alabama. Uh-huh. And I would come to Nashville, meet her at Rafferty's over by Hundred Oaks, and we would go outside to the patio so that she could smoke. Bless her heart, she wanted to, you know, oh, she yeah. would chain that smoke was, yeah, yeah. after she took her oxygen off, though, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, so you know, Bless we'd sit out there. Well, she enjoyed herself. She met a she, lot of people. You know what? Look and at I, all the stories she unapologetically got so she was yeah. brilliant and so awesome. I, yeah. I really can't say enough wonderful things about Pat, yeah. uh, Patsy. She was yeah. just fantastic. It's so cool. But she would sit there and just ask me questions. She had a recorder. She would just start the recorder and she would start asking me things, and I would tell her stories and different things. And um, I just remember being amazed at how well she was able to take those stories and then make it as if I actually said everything yeah, in this yeah, book. Because yeah. when you read it, it, you do feel like I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm telling it's you so the story. Cool. And that to me is a, an amazing talent. But um, oh, it's, I'm very talent. thankful. A third party, you know, when yes. a third party's telling your story. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She's living it through your story. So yes. that is really neat. That is neat. So, Bev, what what is your when we Bev came to me and she said, "I think we can get her on a podcast," and I was so excited. <laughs> and I was like, "Let's try, let's try." And so, uh, what what would all along? Because Bev gets excited. Both of us do. Yes, we do. What was your first question that you thought? Oh, I can't wait to ask her this. <laughs> now I've turned the tables. Not, We're yeah, to you now. have. You're talking to me now. <laughs> I enjoy listening. <laughs> My. You know, when I when I pitched it to you, it was like you know, women in business. You know, right. was our podcast. Um, <clears throat> the thing that uh, I want is to me, country music has always been kind of male dominated. Oh, absolutely. Is it still that way? Unfortunately, I would still say yes. Um, it has changed a bit. It is certainly better than mm-hmm. what it used to be. But I think there is still. A dominance there for that. Um, to start with, the marketers will tell you that 80% of all the records are bought by women. Huh. And then they're going to tell you because of that, they want to look at pretty men. <laughs> oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> or really? men that they're never thought about to. it that way. Yeah. yeah. And so that is kind of part of their plan. Um, you know, I don't think that's changed too much. Yeah. They want to sell it to the people who want to buy it. Oh, yeah. And I guess... Um, so demographic, I guess, I guess is so. what they feel. Yeah. Right. But unfortunately, I, I, I guess I grew up being around my parents so much, I really understood and loved the creative process and the artistry of right. making music and writing a song. And right. all of those things are so important to me. 
Um, and, and I feel like kind of we've gotten away from that as a genre. We're mm-hmm. much more concerned about someone's image and the story right. that mm-hmm. they can market. Yeah, Do they have right. something sensational we can talk about? Right. Um, Not you know, just the talent, the right. true talent. Yeah. Right. Is there a train wreck we yeah. can capitalize on that <laughs> oh, gets yeah, attention? Definitely. And then, you know, so that we can yeah. make some money off something. Yeah. And I do feel like it's lost a lot of its true yeah. creative artistry um, in a lot of cookie cutter processing oh, yeah. of things. Just, yeah. you know, oh, this is working right now. So let's let's just let's keep doing this. that. Yeah, we'll make right. another one of these with yeah. somebody else. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So the uniqueness. I guess. I, I we want to so. try to yeah, keep it. Each person has a story. That's my thing. I love to hear the story, the background of, you know, because everybody's life is so different and yours is so different than ours normal. Um, what is a normal day for you? Well, for me, <laughs> it depends on when I'm on the road or when I'm at home. And it's like when I'm home, I am in such a happy place, especially now. We just bought our first home. My husband and I have never owned a home before, so we're thrilled to death to finally That's have awesome. our, our home. Awesome. Um, and we're back in Alabama, and we have our own little zoo, we say, because we Aww. have uh, two dogs and three cats. And so when we moved out there, you know, my day in the morning, I, I get up and feed the dogs and go outside to my garden. And I just love just playing peaceful. in the garden. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm yeah. learning. Yeah. I've been, hey, you're <laughs> doing good. I'm watching it on Things Facebook. Are growing. You're doing so really knows? well. Yeah. Just saying, we're eating it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you ain't died but, yet. Uh, that's <laughs> right. I haven't poisoned myself yet, which there is very go. good. I'm just saying. There you but, go. Uh, so you've but, got a talent. So. <laughs> but we, we do that. And then, you know, we, we start our other businesses. We have a studio at home. So sometimes we do music that we send to other people who might want some back grown vocals or who might want to duet or different things. My husband is a steel guitar player as well, so he can put music on things for people no matter where you are. So the internet's great for that these days, being able to do work from home. Um, We're also digital creators and um, we're gamers, you know. Yes, I am. 52 years old and love to play games and it's (laughs) all good. That's um, awesome. My son, he he would love to hear that too. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I was playing with Georgia and I'm like, (laughs) Well, you know what? We do, and it's been a couple of months since we've done it, because the first of our year has been so absolutely insane, yeah. we unfortunately got away from it. But this month coming up, we're getting back to doing a once-a-month community day, and oh, what we do awesome. is anybody who wants to play games with us, we have a four-hour period that we advertise, and the first two hours we'll play Call of Duty, for those of you who actually like play those <laughs> kind of games. <laughs> and yeah, then, we know lots of them. Yes, yeah. and then the other two hours we play something called Jackbox. I don't know if you know what that is, but you don't have to buy up. anything. You don't even yeah. have to have that game. Basically, you only have to have either a laptop or computer or tablet to watch what I'm, you know, watch me online as uh-huh. you would normally do, yeah. but then use your phone to go to jackbox.tv and I have the game and it shows you what I see on my screen and we play games together where it's trivia or drawing or all kinds of crazy different games and you can have about six or eight people at a time and so we'll alternate if there's a bunch of people who want to play you'll get to play a couple games and then we have somebody else come in but you know, oh, cool. Life's kind of crazy yeah. and, and hard, so why not enjoy yourself every You're now and then? You're able to, and to, to break away from the normal, and, yeah, yeah, and do something. How yeah, cool so that's, we love that. So a hobby. So that so that's day that's at home. Right. So when you have a concert or an <laughs> event, what's what's the life there? Are you in a bus? Do you stay in hotels? Is it lots of hotels? Um, and some nice and some not so nice. I was very pleased. Last night was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. nice. Let's nice do a plug there for Patties and some sweets. By there. the way, it was yes. fabulous. Five stars. That's what <laughs> I give it. <laughs> Did they put you in a themed room? No, but no. It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous though. Where it was, so see, my mom made quilts, and the room I have has this beautiful quilt oh, on yeah. it that immediately made me think of my mom. Yeah. And so that was cozy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, quilts. So nice. We thought we um, Bev and I what now a year ago. Mm-hmm. Is that when I first started? Mm-hmm. We have a couple dolly rooms. We're going to have a Georgette room. Right now. Oh, we are. I we know are. it. 
You got them going and, and people are enjoying them, you know, because it you yeah. can go to motel, hotel anywhere, oh, of but you can. we want it to be unique. And you want to make it fun. Yes, you know, exactly. That's, that's definitely that something is exactly true. So growing up, um, teenage life is tough anyway. And I can only imagine what it's like with Tammy and George. But their divorce, their I'm sure it wasn't always butterflies. I mean, you know, oh, normal no. life isn't. There's never, you know, um, if you say your life is perfect, you're you're covering up something. Right. Not you personally. Oh, no. I get it. <laughs> in, the, in the real world, you know, that's Facebook world when you show all that pretty stuff, but there's a whole mm. lot behind the, the junk in the trunk. Is that what they say? Not so, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I think I have a big bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start that one over. <laughs> no, let's, let's just keep on going. So that's in here now. It's, it's hotter in here now. <laughs> it it's, it's not junk and It's luggage, baggage, baggage. baggage. There you go, the baggage. Okay. <laughs> So baggage in in the world, but no. Tell us a little bit about what was it growing up with their divorce, teenage life. How how did that? It was very difficult. Um, you know, I really didn't know until years later. To be honest, I wish I kind of wish somebody had said it, and and I think nobody really knew how to say it or yeah. what to say. But um, you know, my dad wasn't around a lot when I was younger, and it was rare when I did get to see him, right. and so I didn't understand that. You know, I, and I guess there was no text then. You well, know, Lord I mean, no. you yeah, know, we didn't so have that's, that's a connection now. <laughs> yeah, so it was right. quiet then, wasn't it? Right. You know, no cell phones. No, I mean, when they're traveling, that's that. Unless yeah. you find them at a hotel, you yeah. don't get to talk. So, yeah. um, so it was difficult not being around them when they traveled so much, but then also still not seeing him even when he had chances to come home. I couldn't right. understand why I didn't get to see my dad. And, right. You know, finding out many years later, honestly, um, he didn't want me to see him that way. Yeah. You know, he and I get that as oh, a parent. Yeah. I completely understand that now. And you see things so much differently oh, yeah. through the goggles of a parent once you finally become one yourself. Honestly, and you uh, I, I have so much more compassion and understanding for both my parents for what they went through now that I'm also a parent, to my, you know, myself. Right. Right. Well, that's, um, I can, and you wanted to see the good parts only. You know how yeah, that is. You kind of try to tell you, my dad's George Jones, right. you know. Well, and I wanted my parents to be together. I, I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. even like, for instance, when they would get together to do one song or they right. would oh, be yeah. on um, tour doing things separately. Did they get they along? Would, yeah, I mean, they always did. It's so yeah. funny. If you go look at YouTube, um, there are so many videos out there and it's really hard to deny. I mean, I know there's, a few people who yeah. would like to deny their connection. Yeah. Uh, we won't go there. Oh, but um, but we're just going to say that if you, it's really, it's up yeah. to you. I promise you, you can decide for yourself. It's not hard. Go look at these videos. And, and when mom could- and dad sang together, regardless of how long it had been since they had been married or together, they just had a chemistry that was so electric. And, you know, dad was always trying to put his hands on her waist or to kiss her on the face, you know, yeah. before or after the song or, you know, and, and they would just giggle and laugh and cut up like they were teenage kids hanging oh, out. And so, so they just had that kind of chemistry all the time. And um, I think they really longed to be able to see each other again when they yeah. would do projects and things together. So um, where did they, they meet that. originally? Uh, well, my mom, when she came to Nashville and came to town to make uh, records and uh-huh. finally was able to do that, um, Billy Sherrill was really desperately wanting to kind of recruit my dad over to Sony. Yeah. <laughs> and he, of course, admired and loved dad singing. So did mom. Mom, yeah. mom grew up listening to my dad nonstop all the time. And how much and, older um, than he is her? Ten years, I think is her. Well, 
11 years. Yeah, because dad was born in 31 and mom in 42. So, yeah, so that he was 11 years older. And so mom had been listening to him while she was cooking or picking cotton, you know, whatever. She just loved listening to my dad and um, never in a million years thought she'd ever even get to meet him, much less ever marry him and, you know, that kind of thing. So when she made it to Nashville and that was an opportunity, uh, first of all, her first song she ever recorded was... um, Apartment number nine, and uh, Johnny Paycheck had written the song and he had recorded it, and then my dad had recorded Apartment number nine. Oh, wow. And my mom said she looked at Billy Sherrill and said, "Are you crazy? If George Jones sang the song and it wasn't a hit, why would you even want to yeah. give it to me? There's just no, this isn't going to do well. Like that's that's just a failure." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said, "Don't get me wrong, I'll sing the phone book. You yeah. know, whatever you want me to sing, just yeah. you know, I'm happy to make yeah. you happy." Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. Um, so he's like, well, the reason why, and, and this is what made Billy Sherrill brilliant, is because he had an ear for music that n- nobody else had. He really could tell who could suit a song better than anyone else. Yeah. And he said, listen to me. He said, this is a woman's song. This is not a man's song. He said, this is a woman's song. And he said, with that teardrop sound you have, that, that painful emotional sound you have in your voice, this is a song that I think that women out there will be able to hear you sing and yeah. s- instantly relate to. And so she's like, well, I'm just going to, you know, whatever you want me to do, I'll trust you awesome. with that. And I'm um, luckily she did. And people, it wasn't a number one hit, but yeah. I think, I do think it was a top 10 though. It was That's her first awesome. charted record on her first song. And um, she was very happy that that happened. That is so cool. And I think you are probably one of the only people that were, uh, your mom was offered a singing contract for you the day you were born by Billy Sherrill? Yeah. Is that right? She said they got like a, I don't know, I forget. She said the whole room was like filled with roses and that he joked, said that he had a contract there. He said, now when she turns 18, (laughs) it's like she's mine in the studio. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. He was a brilliant man. and and So when was your first song that you did in the studio? Uh, the first song, I was 10 years old, and I was thrilled because, you know, there's always sibling rival, rival can't even say yeah. rivalry. Well, there or we junk go. in the trunk. <laughs> there you, you know, that's right, right. You're I'm trying to hear that. <laughs> so my sister Tina had done a song um, both with my mom and with my dad um, a few years earlier. Uh, and trust me, guys, you want to hear those two. No charge with my mom and Tina. And the telephone call wow. will make you laugh and cry. It's hilarious oh, with my dad and Tina. That's awesome. Um, so I was just so jealous. I remember thinking... Tina's done a song. How come I can't do a song? And so I remember very vividly mom coming to me and saying, honey, uh, this wonderful man, Bobby Braddock, who I didn't know who that was at the time. And now I know he's one of the most brilliant writers ever. Um, and he, you know, he co-wrote, he stopped loving her today, the I V O R C E, so many other songs, incredibly talented. 
But anyway, he had written the song called Daddy Come Home. Yeah. And um, she said, your dad would like to record it with you if you think that you want to. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to definitely <laughs> sing with dad. Yeah. And, and it just really, that song is such a beautiful and emotional I, I've song. I've listened to it, yep. Um, on, on my I picked on my dad just because, you know, my mom was like, you got to tell your dad, you sang it once and he had to sing it two or three times. You need to tell him that, you know, he's got to do better. first try. <laughs> Come on, George. So we had fun, you know, doing yeah. that. But it, it was such an experience being in the studio and actually doing something Besides my homework on the couch and being bored and wanting to go home when they were working. You know what I mean? I was excited yeah. to get to do something That's myself. so cool. But um, it's a very special song. If you watch it on um, YouTube, there's a video where about a year and a half after we recorded it, we got to do it on, on an HBO special that my dad did. And I think it was 1981. And um, it, I didn't know that it was going to be on TV. And someone had made the mistake of telling me right before I was about to have to go out there to the point where oh, I no, went to my mom freeze. and I'm like... Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. They said oh, it's going to be no. on TV. <laughs> and mom was always just the sweetest, most gentle mom ever. You know, let's did something you weren't supposed to. Just saying. But, uh, you know, <laughs> she kind of got me by both arms. And she had to be a little firm because yeah. she's like, you know, knew my fear was taking away with yeah. me. And she's like, no, honey, you said you wanted to come here and you wanted to sing with your dad. Yeah. They are waiting for you. You're going to have to do this because you can. And it's okay. Just yeah, go do it, just you know. Do. So I went out there. And if you watch the video, y'all, I'm like, deer in the headlights. I'm just staring at the camera. I mean, it's really painful and horrible. It's just awful. And then there's my dad trying to be so sweet. He's holding my hand and trying to just make it like trying to kiss my forehead and make me calm down and, you know, almost knocking my hat off, which I was like, oh, I'm freaking out and everything. So, um, but it's just the sweetest thing. And I love, I love watching it for that reason because I can see how hard he was trying just to make me comfortable um, being out there. And I didn't know as a kid People were t- saying things, you know, you pay attention to what people are saying when they don't think you're listening. And all these people were talking about how I did this little thing when I would sing it and that it was so much, you know, like my dad. But I didn't hear that part. I just thought, uh, I thought they were making fun of how I did it. Yeah. So when I sang it on the TV show, I tried to do it differently. I didn't want it to be like that. <laughs> and then I knew in my head it sounded terrible. Oh, and so I remember afterwards looking at my dad and going, I need to do that again. And he's like, oh, honey, you can't. And I said, everybody else got to do it again. I'm like, <laughs> You know, eleven year old didn't get to do it, do it no, again, but it was okay. So but I just love looking I mean, at yeah, that video. That's a, I was gonna say that's a huge memory right there because yeah. you that how now how, how we're not gonna tell you. Oh, age. I'm fifty. I'm all good about it. Fifty two, y'all. Oh, look I'm at that. I'm ancient. It's all good. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> I'm not ancient yet. You got two friends no. right in that fifty eight. I'm right working here on with it. Us, yeah. So we're we're I'm right there with on sixty. So, that's, hey, know, we're, we're as young as we want to be. That's true. I identify as a twenty one year old. I'm just saying, who's skinny and does whatever she wants. That's a fun life. I think so. That might be nice. I don't know what that's like. But. <laughs> that's funny. So uh, going back, so who were like the people that, I mean, you know, you go out to the house when he was home. Did Was there stars that just were there in the living room when you're like, oh, I'm just getting some ice? Well, now at mom's house, um, often we, there would yeah. be people there. In fact, mom would have parties quite often yeah. where she would invite friends over or um, once a year she also did a fan club party where at wow. fan, you know, fanfare back in the day for those of you who are too young Before to know what that CM, is yeah. it was CMA Fest but um, a lot hotter <laughs> yes. a lot less glamorous but actually I think maybe more fun it was just oh, it was amazing imagine. you got to meet and see everybody Yeah, um, you actually did because there weren't like a, only a numbered few that could yeah. get to a table for an autograph or whatever we'd yeah. stay there all day long wow. and um, that was always so much fun but with dad 
um, like I said, when I was younger, I didn't really get to go as often. Um, and sometimes when I would go, um, we would be there for like a day. And then, um, and I hate to even say things like this, but it's just the truth. My dad, I think, um, didn't want me to see him in certain conditions. So oh, gosh, yeah. I would have, you know, friends of family and babysitters and, and he might disappear hang- for a day or two. Yeah. And then that's, I think, another reason why I didn't really get to stay with him a lot when I was younger. Mom yeah. was like, hey, if you're not going to be home, like, right, you know, right. Well, I mean, that's well a lifestyle. Home. I mean, yeah. and you just, that's the, you know, that's yeah. a whole lifestyle there that he, and he was an entertainer. So right. I guess he. Right. Well, and he was trying to protect me. I know he wanted mm-hmm. to see me. So like, I, I, I have such a heart for that. I feel yeah. so bad that I know he wanted to see me, right. but he also wanted me not to see him under right. certain situations. That's and, horrible, really. And he was I mean, fighting his demons yeah. and it was difficult for him. And so I, I don't, I don't hold any, no. anything like that against him. No way. Um, I, I love and adore my dad. So yeah. obviously we all make mistakes and have faults. Oh, I gosh, certainly yeah. am far from perfect. Oh. So, you know, I, I definitely, as a parent, can see how you're trying to protect your child and yeah. you have to make some difficult decisions and spur of the moment sometimes. So well, right. we were all blessed that he, he was still, his music was, was wonderful and your oh, mom's you. and, and yours. I, and I'll be truthful. I, when I, we started talking about it, it's when I started listening and, oh, and really, you. you know, in your voice, you can hear, I hear your mom. Well, thank you. I do too. I appreciate that. I hear your mom and that's what, her voice was gorgeous. So that's going back to the school, public school to growing up, did your kids, did growing up know who you were, who their grandparents were? I mean, how was that on your children? Yeah, it was kind of funny. Their life was so much different than mine. Um, You know, we were constantly traveling and and, um, constantly in the limelight and cameras and lots of stuff. And so I think in my mind, um, I wanted to kind of protect them from that, yeah. you know, because you have no privacy and people are not in this day and age. I bet very excited to judge things. <laughs> yes. Yes. We talked um, about that. With very little information to <laughs> yes. judge it with. So, yes. um, so yeah, I, I really didn't want my kids to have to be a part of all that. And mm-hmm. I stayed away from music for the longest time. I mean, my children were nearly 16 before I finally decided I would try singing some music. I was a registered nurse for 17 years and loved being a nurse. And um, sometimes I still miss that because I did really enjoy doing that. Um, But music has always been my first passion. And and I tried to deny it for most of my life. Um, But it just came back around at one point then after mom had passed away. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Ireland and uh, do a two-week tour. I'd never done anything like that. I'd only done like, you know, mom would call me up on stage every time I'd be on the road with her. Dad would call me up if I will, you know, on the road with him. But I'd never really done more than just two or three songs. I hadn't ever done like a full show on my own. So uh, a wonderful man who's no longer with us now, unfortunately, but he used to book my dad, Reggie Mack, and a very kind man. And he called me one day and said, hey, you know, this uh, guy wanted to hire your dad for... A tour in England, I mean England, a tour in Ireland for two weeks with uh, Doug Stone, Hal Ketchum, and Leona Williams. And he said, I mean, your dad can't do it. He's already booked. And they wanted to know if there was anybody that he could think of that might could do some of dad's music or mom's music or something along those lines that would be traditional. Um, And uh, he said, well, you know, his daughter sings. I don't know if, you know, she can go to Ireland or she'd even want to, but I can see. And it was so funny. I'm like, I don't even know why you thought of me. I don't, you know, I was a nurse. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I'm like, I, I clean up wounds. And, you know, yeah. I, I, it's not what I, it's not what I do. But, yeah. um, and the only reason why I did it, to be honest, because uh, I was so terrified of singing in front of people. I, wow. People all comparing me and how do you oh, yeah. compare to, right. to two true. people who were yeah. legendary? And I didn't want to be, you yeah. know, compared like that, but it's human nature. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I was terrified, but my children, like I said, were almost 16. And because they grew up so differently, they didn't get to travel. You know, they'd been to Florida and a couple of places, right. um, never out of the country, um, really hadn't been around a bunch of the twins. artists. For those yes, that have twin twins. Boys. I, that's another thing. I, I read it, but I didn't. Didn't stay gotcha. here. Yeah. That um, <laughs> twins, and then twins in your family. Twins all over the family. That's yeah, definitely. So uh, my sister, sister has twin girls. My dad had two sets of twin sisters. My great grandfather wow. had a Isn't set it? of twin brothers. I know. But, yeah, lots of twins. So, That's, um, I know. See, so I terrify my twins. children just so they know you're going to have twins. It's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. But because of all that, like I said, I just um, I thought what a cool thing to do. I'd be able to take my children with me to oh, Ireland yeah. for two weeks. They can see another country, another culture, and yeah. you know try out a lot of different new things. And, and, and you can see it through their uh, eyes. Yeah, because so, that's a huge exactly. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely as much them. of a treat for me as it yeah. was for them. Yeah. Anytime um, I think when you travel with your kids, it's just like you. You things are different, you right? Know. That's, that's definitely. What's cool about it. And I, so I, I was, I wanted that opportunity for them, and so I thought, you know, surely I can figure out, yeah, <laughs> how I can manage this. And uh, so they told me what they needed, and they were going to have a house band um, there for all of us to share. So um, we were just going to get there, have two weeks where we travel and do things, most of which would be just us. But there was a couple of dates where we were going to stop where there would be bigger festivals with people like Randy Travis and Martina McBride and Connie Smith and like all these other amazing artists. So I was excited to be a part of something like that too. And I thought it was a little bit scary, but you know, I definitely wanted to do it for my kids. And, um, to be honest, if they hadn't been with me, I probably would have canceled last minute because I'm terrified of flying. Scared? And when I got on the oh. plane, I remember thinking, oh, I got to do it. I got to do this. I got to do I got to get on this plane. <laughs> that's so but, cool, um, though. But you it was t- great. You took the yeah. step. Yeah. yeah. You showed them you were strong. Well, yes. I was not scared. That's all. right. Oh, and they're like, oh, wow, mom. You know, the first time they're <laughs> yeah. on a plane or whatever there, and they're like, you know, yeah. look, isn't that amazing? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Please, God, get us there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because let's land. Let's land. Yes. Well, I I mean, so going overseas then, were did, were you like, people saw you like, oh, that's George Jones. I mean, were you a known? Well, no. Thing? I mean, I really wasn't making Nothing any is. music. I was I was a registered nurse, which yeah. I'm going to say is a blessing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy not to, yeah. to be recognized. So that, I'm not saying that so I don't So you didn't ever, grow you know. up going, I want to be in the limelight, in no, the star. I, I grew up wanting to sing and I yeah. wanted to write, but yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want all the stuff that went along with it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I wanted my cake and I wanted to eat it, but I didn't want anything else yeah, the, otherwise. But show. yeah, well, um, cool. so it was nice to have that opportunity, and it really it was a life changing event for me because um, not only did I end up not being a nurse anymore and pursuing music full time after that, but I met my then um, to, soon to be husband. I met my husband. Uh, We've been together now since um, 2009, awesome. married since uh, 2011, and. Um, it's been a life changing in a wonderful way, just a million times over. So very blessed to have made that trip. Well, we're going to go for just a second. We're going to do a little advertisement break here. Just a little, we'll be right back y'all. Patty's prides itself with the ability to evolve with the times while maintaining its charming settlement appeal. Calvin Swine's Moonshine and More is the perfect example. It is a perfect fit into our settlement offering tastings of our unique and original moonshine flavors, as well as anything else you would expect from a boutique at Patty's. Come see for yourself, and remember, this ain't your grandpappy's moonshine. Come see what's waiting for you at Patty's 1880 Settlement. In beautiful Grand Rivers, Kentucky. Famous for our two-inch pork chops and flower pot bread. 
We are that special place where people have been bringing family, friends, and business associates for more than 40 years. Come see why we are that special place. One trip, so many memories. Welcome back, everybody, to Peddling Pork with Patties. I said it. You said it. Now, now you have to say it. Uh, <laughs> Peddling Pork with Patties. There you go. I knew she could do it. We are here today with Miss Georgette and... Beverly. Beverly. She's Beverly Edwards. Beverly Edwards. Thank you all for both joining us. We've had so much fun today. We've learned so much. I mean, your life has been, you're blessed. I mean, it's a, been a fun life. I, I cannot complain. I've been very blessed. It and, is awesome um, to, know, to start singing, and then all of a sudden you're a backup singer from Tammy Wynette. Oh, I got to tell you, y'all have no idea, because uh, I graduated high school when I was 16, and the summer after I graduated, before I was supposed to start college, um, one of mom's backup singers had to have emergency surgery, and she was going to be out for about six weeks and, and maybe you know closer to two months or so. And mom only had a few days notice because it was emergent. So yeah. um, in three days, like she called me, she's like, we're leaving in three days and we're having a band <laughs> rehearsal and would, you know, I know you know the parts. Yeah. Would you come up here for a rehearsal? Let's kind of get you into the dance moves. You know, we had a little oh, doo-wop moves we had to do in the back. And so <laughs> that's fun. Um, Yvonne Abden, I hope you're watching because um, she was my doo-wop duo and um, she was the best roommate ever. I'm just saying. And so she was the other that's backup so singer fun. at the time. And I adore her so much. So she's like, like a sister and we um we got to travel together I was so terrified because you know you're on stage now and people look at you yeah, and then mama yeah. uh, you know introduces me as her daughter so then certainly there became an expectation so I just you know so, I, I mean like opera, like opera, I mean where are you Everything. at we're traveling all over the world I mean we went to Canada wow. that's the biggest show I ever sang at um I think there were almost 80,000 people in a huge field in Canada and I oh remember just gosh. thinking this is the biggest crowd I think I've ever looked at and um and at what age was <clears throat> I was 16 yeah, I was sixteen. Wow! Um, Can you imagine sixteen? No. I'm looking at eighty thousand people. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty intimidating, but then it was fun because I didn't have the center of attention. I didn't have to worry about being mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I could, yeah. Being in the background was I cool you get because you kind of relax yeah. and just kind of enjoy it, yeah. and no one's gonna know when I hit a bad note. You know what I'm saying? Back there, when no one's paying attention, they're not gonna notice they're that. So, know. it was fun, and I, I got to spend time with mom. I got to travel, and I got paid. To do oh, something to do, I love wow. to do. Oh, what a so cool summer amazing. job would you yeah, do? Well, was I was at Adventure River, you know, with the rafts. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want I was to a end. singer with 80,000 Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't want it How to cool. end. I enjoyed it so much, you know. And everyone treated me, you know, at 16, you still don't feel like a grown-up or you think you are, but you yeah, know you're not, you know. Yeah. And so it was nice to be able to just feel like I was part of you know, the band in a whole new way. Like they'd always been our extended family. Mom always loved the band like they were family and so did I. Like all of us, yeah. we knew everybody so well because you spend so much was time Was she like Mama Tammy? She really was. She cooked for everybody. Mom was just so known for her cooking. I remember on that Canadian tour that I was telling you about, uh -huh. um, you know, sometimes you're, you're driving for hours and hours in the middle of the woods, and Mom had said, hey, before we cross over, let's stop at a Walmart. And yeah. they're like, why are we stopping at Walmart? Yeah. We didn't really know it was up her sleeve, but she stopped and bought a bunch of stuff and, and had it stowed under the uh, under the bus. And we're like, oh, well, I guess she'll tell us when she tells us, you yeah. know. So we're driving in Canada, and she finally, she's looking out the window, and she tells the bus driver, she's like, this is good. I see picnic tables. And, you know, there were some places that were on the side of the road where you yeah. could just pull over. So we did. We pulled over both buses, and she told everybody to get out. She had us, you know, she got all of her stuff out. She had bought 
grills and oh, um, outdoor like, games, cool. you know, like cornhole Aww. and you know, all this kind of stuff to put outside. And she um, had built a fire too. So she was cooking on the fire and the grill and she cooked wow. this big, huge meal for all of us. That's Everybody was, so cool. she got footballs and just whatever. We spent a couple hours on the side of the road, just relaxing, hanging out, cooking out, having a good time. That and so cool. that's just the kind of the person that yeah. she was. Cause she wanted, she knew it'd been a long tour. Everybody yeah. was tired, maybe even a little cranky. <laughs> I won't even say that. <laughs> Like but, how uh, many people did did the tour involve? I mean, oh my goodness, let me see. There were two of us backup singers: um, mom and her husband, a hairdresser, um, lighting director, sound. Um, there were two sound people because you have one at the front of house and and um, one that does monitors on the side of stage. Then you have let's see bass, drums, guitar, fiddle, oh um, piano. So yeah, that's, it's a lot. I don't know, it's twelve, fifteen, group. something. I don't know, something a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so we had, to move um, around from place to place. Right. Yeah, it right. was easier just to cook on the side. <laughs> right. It was so it was like all like the the backup singers, hairdresser, me, mom, yeah. and um, her husband were all on one bus, and then the rest of the crew and the band were on the other bus, and so um, it was just a lot of fun to be able to pull over. You know, sometimes at late at night. Some of us would go over to the other bus to play poker at 16. That was something cool I learned at 16. Well, actually, I'd been playing poker with the guys on the bus since I was about 12. So I'm not sure that was a great thing, but it was fun That's for me. That's so cool. <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, so there are some just some normal out grilling. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just some the fun cool story behind it. It makes it, it the monotonous. Yeah. T- you know, you're constantly you're at a new venue and you go in, you set up your equipment, you wait for a few hours on the bus. You go out, you have your sound check where you make sure things okay, you get back on the bus. Yeah. Then you come out and you do your show, then you get back on the bus. And right. then you drive to the next place overnight while you sleep in your bunk and you wake up to set up your stuff and then sit around and wait for the next sound check. So wow, you really it's 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 a lot of that. Yeah. Sit around, hurry up and wait. Yeah. And um even a lot of times when you get played is like, man, you've traveled everywhere. I was like, but I saw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the inside of the bus or the Yeah, it's like, I know what place. the hotel looks like and the venue. It's yeah. great. But yeah. I don't know, you know, sometimes but, So, I mean, it's their love of what they're doing is what Absolutely. I Because it's, it's a lot of work. I can't imagine. Traveling itself is a lot. Yes. And then on and off buses. And Very tiring. Not and for in mom, your own bed. Because yeah. she'd have that, but then she'd also have interviews nonstop between this oh, and that. Wow. Every stop trying to advertise for whatever show yeah. she was about to do. Um, Everybody wanted in parts that to, to yeah. her, her time, didn't Yeah, they? and for her at a show, she never really got to relax leading up to a show because she'd have to entertain radio stations and DJs and their guests yeah. and the people who were going to do meet and greets, you know, before the show and then after the show. Yeah. And then, you know, it was, it was a lot. So, yeah. you know, people, I think, um, have you ever seen that meme where you get the iceberg and it's a tiny tip of the iceberg on the top <laughs> yeah. and then you see this huge, gigantic, nothing but ice in the water below um, and then you know, the below is the rehearsal and the top oh. is the show. That's yeah. kind of yeah. That's kind of what it was. You know, people don't really know the scope of what all they had to do to, to travel like that all the time for so many years. Well, there's so, so many stories you could tell us. And I mean, there's so many more questions. And you'll come back on our next show? I promise. Probably wearing the same thing. Okay. <laughs> we all will. We might as well save on laundry, you Let's know? just do that. Yeah. yeah. And I do <laughs> want to touch on the next one. Okay. What do we do? And I'll just give you one little hint. Okay. Moo Moo. Moo Moo? Yeah. I know what that is. Yes, you do. I don't. I know. <laughs> But I'll make up something. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Oh, we had, had a, ball. a great time. Thank great. you for having well, me. Well, we will be back again, and we'll talk more. And thank you, Beverly. Yeah, she got you. it together. She's a, she's a rock star. She is Absolutely. her own world, <laughs> and she sings. She sings good. Too. But thank y'all for joining us at Peddling Pork with Patties, and we will see you on the next one. Bye, y'all. Bye.
two things that Patty's has always been famous for, our two-inch pork chops and our homemade desserts. And now, number three, Patty's Moonshine. A Kentucky proud product made locally by Silent Brigade Distillery, available at Patty's Settlement or online at pattys1880s.com. And remember, this ain't your grandpappy's moonshine. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.